Well, black and yellow listeners, what a day it has been. And what a day it is going to be for you guys if you are listening to this on your way to work, if you're chilling, because damn do we have someone amazing for you in store. I kind of want to let him explain himself a little bit, but this gentleman has more races in the Red Hook crit under his belt than any other person in the game right now. And and just to give you guys some background on what this Red Hook crit really is, you know, we're talking about biking today, boys. Fixed and girls. gear cycling. Fixed gear, fixed gear cycling. And, you know, this racer's from Italy. We're talking flat roads and sharp turns on single rings. And uh, today we're going to introduce Frank Martucci. How are you? Oh, good evening for you. Yes. (laughs) We had our day, and you're just getting your day started. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Oh, no, thank you to uh, think about uh, me, about your your, uh, program. So, yeah, I'm happy to talk with you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're a little bit of a legend within the cycling uh, community, so we, like, had to get you on the show. (laughs) Thank you Yeah, of course So, before we dive into your life Something that we like to do on the podcast Is we like to have you answer what we call the question of the day Are you okay with that? Okay Awesome So our question of the day is a little bit confusing But something that we face in America Is a lot of, like, false news and false information, right? Okay So we wanted to ask you, is a lot of the information or your opinions on things that you form, is it from your own own research or is it from people that you trust uh, telling it to you? Um, What do you mean? You mean uh, um, how I started uh, to... Right fix here or something like that or um, so, I really don't understand your uh, question. Oh no, that's okay. So I mean, more so like if you were to form an opinion on something, whether it's political or personal, is that something you would you would research on your own, or is it something where you just kind of uh, take it from your friends when they tell it to you? Um. I know, it's a little bit confusing <laughs> question. <laughs> no, because, uh, yeah, I don't understand. Um, how about politi- politics? And I uh, really don't understand this one, sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. We can kind of just jump right into yeah, it. We'll just kind of move forward with it then, Frank. It's no worries. If that's okay. It was a bit of a uh, turnaround yeah, question. talk about cycling, it would be more easy. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, definitely. So how did you get your start? Um... I started when I was uh, when I was uh, ten years old because my dad was uh, an amateur racer, so um, I saw his cool bike and then I would like to have one uh, like him. And uh, yeah, he uh, he asked to uh, a team, by, a local team, by 
um, close to my the city where I live and uh, just enjoy the team and start racing. So yeah, this year will be 20 years that I'm riding. Wow. And, uh, eighth year of uh, fixed gear. And and Frank, when you got started biking, did you, did you ever think you were ever going to be professional? Um, you know, every kid uh, have this dream, but uh, on the way, I realized it was uh, too too much for me. So um, when I was junior, I was not too bad. I was I won a race, uh, was third in an international race. But yeah, you have to win uh, so many races to. Uh, become a pro so yeah. I, I started working and then uh, um, and then uh, yeah after that in 2009 um, I I was uh, watching some videos about fixed gear I think the first one was from uh, Mesh we're riding with uh, um, with uh, Lance Armstrong yeah Awesome. <laughs> and uh, I fell in love with uh, this uh, different kind of sport. So um, I was um, I searched, uh, and there were some uh, uh, races uh, here in Italy of fixed gear. So I started racing uh, uh, in this way, and uh, yeah, it was uh, really fun. So that's yeah, incredible. <laughs> so what was it that attracted you to fixed gear specifically versus maybe like road cycling or even cyclocross or mountain biking? Um, the difference is um, the the mode is really different because of uh, uh, road cycling is really serious. So um, you have to eat uh, specific uh, food. You have to um, you have to be a real uh, athlete, one hundred percent. You know, dedicated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, fixed gear is more close to um, action sports like BMX or uh, skate. So you don't have to um, be one hundred percent. Uh, serious I mean yeah. serious like uh, you have to do uh, everything like uh, you know a job yeah so it's more fun and you can eat whatever you want <laughs> so with fixed gear cycling it is it another level in comparison to like let's say criteriums in road cycling is it faster paced uh, what do you mean? Is faster pace? So, like in road cycling, they have road races and then they have crits, which are like. Yeah. Is it uh, very similar to a crit? Like, uh, I guess yeah, like a red hook crit. Yeah, it's um, really similar. Um, really similar about uh, the, um, the the kind of race. So it's a short race and super super fast. So <clears throat> for your body, it's the same. Uh, fixed gear is um, more um, a bit different about the technical. So you also have to be a good uh, rider, taking the corners uh, uh, on the limit. To and uh, yeah, that's the only difference I think between uh, road uh, crates, road fix uh, crate and the fixed gear crate. So yeah, but they're really similar as um, for your body. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you really have taken a liking to the Red Hook crits. Like, I, I was reading a little bit, and you've you've done more than pretty much any other racer out there. 
Uh, yeah, I really like the uh, Red Hook Crate. Um, yeah, the first one was in uh, I think 2010 in Milan. Yep. And uh, after that, uh, I didn't miss the one. <laughs> so <laughs> the next one in Milan will be my 25th Redux. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, the, if you think about uh, our other riders, they had ride maybe 10. Uh, 12 uh, Red Hook Crate, uh, I did uh, twice, so... <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, you doubled them. So what's it like racing against, like, because I, I, I'm really good friends with, like, Colin Strickland and Aldo yeah. and those guys, like... So, yeah, they came to um, fix your crate and they really changed uh, the, 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 the kind of uh, races, so... Um, they are really, really fast, and also they um, they change the way to take also corners and also make a different way to um, fix your bike uh, about the gears uh, and the stuff. Uh, so they put this sport to another level. Yeah. What do you think? And you can see because they they are always in the top. Uh, Top two, top three. So yeah, they're they're really, really good riders. Yeah. What do you think it takes to make a really good like fixed gear criterium rider? Um, you mean uh, how how have to be a real fixed gear rider? Like, what does it take to be? Is it just being lucky on the corners, or is it? No, you have to be, um, uh, right now, um, the beginning you just uh, have to be a good uh, uh, rider, I mean a uh, fast rider, or uh, good, uh, um, good to take uh, corners, so good, good to use the fixed gear. But right now you have to uh, have uh, both things, because... Uh, we are we are uh, on the top top level right now, so you have to be fast and also you have to take uh, you have to uh, have a good control of your uh, uh, bike. So without uh, uh, one of these two, you 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 have problems also to just uh, uh, qualify at the Red Oak Crate right now. And Frank, Frank, when you got started as like a professional. Um, fixed rider what did that feel like like what went through your mind like when you kind of found out you were going to be start riding professionally and you you, you found out you uh, qualified for yeah I'm not real uh, professional you know I don't like that uh, um, that specific uh, um, term yeah so um, yeah fixed gear uh it's uh, it started uh, changing the the game when a sponsor came in so um, the sponsor started uh, helping us uh, for traveling uh, for uh, um, everything so um, yeah this this changed but i think we are not real uh, real uh, professional because i think when i when i think about a professional athlete i think about uh, tour de france uh, uh, Giro d'Italia. <clears throat> so we are not uh, we're not like like that. I think we are more uh, uh, close to the urban community. So um, I, or 
I I will I like to stay more closer to this um, to the ur- urban uh, culture than uh, to the old school of fix here. Than yeah, to the new yeah, school, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do Do you have any plans in mind for Tour de France? Would you ever consider trying to like qualify for that, or that's that, that's not really your forte? Um, as I told you before, uh, um, yeah, for uh, every kid, uh, the dream is to ride uh, Giro d'Italia or Tour de France, but uh, uh, everything change- is changing uh, during your life. So, uh, yeah, definitely it would, be, it would be awesome to ride the Tour de France, but I don't think I'm, uh, uh, I have uh, legs uh, good enough to, no. to ride it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever do any uh, work in like the velodrome, or do you just like street? No, I also used to race sometimes uh, in the velodrome on uh, uh, amateur uh, uh, race, elite races. Uh, nice. And also when I was a kid, um, we had uh, a track close to where I live, so we used to train there and also race there sometimes. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like it because it's. Um, uh, I, I like to change, um, change races, change uh, kind of trainings, uh, not do any any time the same things. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I like uh, track too. Yeah, no, track is a lot of fun. That's how I got mm. used to riding really, really close with people. Yeah, it's nice to also spectators because they can uh, uh, watch the whole race. They don't doesn't lose. Uh, anything about uh, the race so yeah it's a, a cool way to to show the sport to to the people mm-hmm. and, and typically for like the racing on the track how many like how long is a race like in my, as far as mileage uh there are different kind of races on uh, the track um okay. usually right now you ride the omnium so there are different uh, um, races like um, 200 uh, meter, uh, the the um, the points race. Mm-hmm. So every race uh, have a different uh, uh, distance. The longest one is the um, points race. Uh, it's like uh, I don't remember. I think 120 laps, 100 laps. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. And how how? So it's like 20. 20, 22 kilometers or something. Dang. And so how, how many, like one lap around the track is how many kilometers then? Or, yeah. Uh, the track is 250 meters. 250? Yeah, it's a couple laps. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's like 25 kilometers, I think, a uh, full uh, points race. That's pretty good. I don't, rem- I don't remember. It's a long time that I did it. Yeah, <laughs> very in, long uh, time. In a track, so I really don't remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's a. I like watching it, but uh, I I really like this new sort of style that's coming out with the fixed gear of taking it to the streets. You know, because Red Hook originated in Brooklyn, uh, in like yeah. two thousand seven. I want to say yes. Yeah, and uh, that was really the first time something like that has been done because it it wasn't looked at as uh, very pro- not. I, I know you don't like the word professional, but it wasn't very organized. You know, it was just like a bunch of people racing against each other, and it's cool to see what it's developed into. Yeah, the, the first uh, Red Hook crates were just uh, friends uh, racing uh, together, have fun, 
and then uh, years by years, step by step, uh, it became a real, real uh, uh, serious and uh, yeah, professional race because we have also a real professional riders uh, um, racing. Like uh, <clears throat> last year in Milan, we had uh, uh, Cortina, the Spanish guy from Team Merida. He's a real uh, professional from uh, from uh, he came from Vuelta. And uh, yeah, he was really, really, really strong. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he killed the race. <laughs> <laughs> and and Frank, for for the next five years, do you have any future races already like coming up soon? I mean, I, I feel like yeah, you're, you're kind of all over the place Saturday, over in Europe. This Saturday there will be a nice race in uh, Florence okay. um, at Parco delle Cascine, and then uh, um, I think it will be oh yeah, there will be Dijon in uh, France uh, on uh, the weekend of 6, uh, 7 uh, of July. And okay. then, uh, yeah, uh, I will see there are so many crates right now in Italy and also in Europe. Uh, so we, we just do that step by step. And, uh, of course, uh, there will be Milan in October, I think October 6th. Yeah. And uh, there will be also a really nice race in... Um, United States uh, and uh, I think we, we, I'm coming I come uh, again because uh, two years ago was really really fun the, the Red Bull uh, last man uh, last stand in uh, Alamo Plaza in San Antonio oh that's cool yeah, you compete with the Red Bull athletes um, yeah I'm trying to but you know it's really hard <laughs> you have to be strong like Colin yeah dude yeah Colin's on Red Bull Damn. I mean I know you don't. I, I I know you had mentioned it, but like, I mean, if you're competing with Red Bull, that's pretty. That's pretty professional, Frank. You know, <laughs> let's be yeah, real right now. You know, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty OG. So, I don't know. I find that really interesting and fascinating to to hear that like your perspective on it because you you're just so humble about it. You're like, I don't even like that term, but for someone you know that's interested in the mountain or in in biking in general, like if I if anyone has any type of like you know belt that you you're holding right now with as many rides and races you know and then you already have sponsorships it's like that's pretty incredible you know and yeah and yeah no i know but uh, i th i have a really big respect about uh, riders of uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i told you tour de france and uh, uh geo d'italia and uh, i know how they have to train and uh, they have to work prepare. for that so that's why I think uh, I'd like to be <laughs> to 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 um, people say that I'm a professional because uh, I don't think it's respectful respectful to real athletes. So I understood. <laughs> understood. Yeah. So that's so, it, Frank. How how would you how would you prepare for your bike rides then? Like when you have a race coming up, like how do you prepare the night before and like you know get ready essentially. Um, yeah, the day before the race, uh, I like to stay with my teammates and also other riders, uh, maybe drink uh, a beer, just uh, chill, uh, don't think about uh, race, uh, yeah. gears, uh, track, uh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the day of the race, it depends on the race, uh, if it will be in uh, late morning or uh, uh, late night, uh, uh, we... We, we just uh, I just uh, uh, do different uh, stuff like maybe if uh, the race will be on uh, night time like Red Hook on uh, 9 p.m. in the morning I like to take an easy ride 
and uh, chill till uh, the moment of the qualifying and usually it's around uh, noon around 1 p.m so yeah i like to take a chill ride in the morning just to uh, don't think too much about uh, the race because uh, it's really uh, it, it starts to be really stressful if you um, think too much about that yeah and uh, yeah just uh, it's just uh, a race and uh, you just uh, have uh, have fun yeah to, exactly <laughs> yeah you have to take to to have that uh, mood uh, that's the, the 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 good mood of uh, fixed gear. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask, what are you riding, and what ratio are you running? Uh, usually, I use a really uh, light uh, gears. So because uh, I don't have so much power on my legs, but I really spin. Uh, uh, without any problems so uh, usually I used to take uh, one gear easier than uh, other riders usually all riders are going to use uh, in Red Hook uh, Crate uh, 48 uh, 14 and I used to ride uh, 46 14 wow uh, that's really spin yeah yeah, super spin, uh, but I don't have any problems to ride the 120, 125 uh, uh, pedals of uh, at minutes. So, what uh, crank length are you running? Are they pretty short or longer? What your crank length? I know, like for these type of crits, you want to run them shorter so you don't get pedal tap. But I know it's longer if you're running a, a like a higher ratio. Um, yeah, like uh, in Milan, a Red Crate in Milan is more faster, so we're going to use uh, different gears. Uh, and um, usually, I think the best gears uh, um, of other riders is like uh, 50, 51, 14. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that, I'm going to use 48, 49, 14 in uh, Milan. Uh, yeah, because of... Uh, of that, I really don't have any problem to spin, so it's more easy for me to move inside the group and then uh, trying to to do my best. Yeah, and you've been doing pretty good. We were looking at some of the Red Hook crits, and you at least get, like, top 10. Almost every time, yeah. Yeah, yeah in the beginning it was... Uh, um, I was always in the top 10. Right now it's more hard <laughs> because yeah. of... Uh, really strong riders uh, came in racing so um, yeah I don't have any uh, problems to qualifying for the final right now but uh, top 10 is really hard yeah so yeah I did two times four in uh, Milan I did uh, two top 10 in New York uh, uh, and uh, yeah also in Barcelona I did two three top 10s and uh, so yeah it was a uh, it was really really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Who are the like the biggest teams that are out right now? Because I know Specialized has that crazy team that's out that's just been kind of dominating. Yeah, they have a really strong team, uh, but yeah, also we a team uh, team Baumer. We yeah. are pretty strong. We have uh, some riders. Uh, um, super strong like uh, Filippo Fortin he won in uh, New York against uh, all specialized so yeah, uh, yeah he was so strong <laughs> no you guys have a really really good team yeah you so are... yeah specialized is a good team also the guys from uh, 
Germany eighth bar. Uh-huh. They're really cool and also strong. Uh, there are so many teams, uh, pretty pretty cool and fast. Cinelli right too. They have a good team. What? Sorry. Cinelli. I think they have a. Pretty oh yeah. Also Cinelli. They have a good team with uh, Andrea Vigano, the winner of Red Duke of last year. Yeah. So yeah, there are so many teams right now, pretty pretty fast. Did you did you just recently switch teams? Because I saw you were on Supernova. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I switched uh, in these eight years. I switched only uh, four teams, I think. Mm-hmm. First one was uh, Iride, <clears throat> and then uh, I in 2014 I created my own team, the back to back. Nice. And um, after two years, uh, I just closed close it, and then uh, I went to Supernova, right? And they're really, really cool guys. But uh, uh, from this year, they um, didn't have so much time uh, to race, so um, I was um, was really um, I was. Um, um, I don't know, how can I say? <laughs> you wanted to race. Uh, it will be. I will be. Yeah, this year I will be alone racing because they they have so many um, personal uh, uh, things to do on yeah. riders. So um, I just changed the team because of uh, um, there are other riders that like to race and they have time to race. So I'm done. Will be alone. Yeah, it's hard to win by yourself. Yeah, that's it. Because Supernova are really, really cool guys. I really love uh, them. We, we still uh, um, have fun together. Uh, we have parties together. So uh, we, <laughs> they're really cool. But yeah, uh, they, they're they not racing so much this year. So that's why I switched team. And uh, yeah, Baumer is a really cool team too. And also they are really, really strong guys. So... Um, I'm learning so much about from uh, other riders like uh, Filippo Fortin. He's a, a professional rider. He won six races, I think, uh, on pros only this year. So, yeah, you can uh, learn uh, new things uh, from uh, all riders, and that's, that's really cool. Also, different cultures, because uh, the Supernova team uh, is from... Uh, um, one side of Italy and uh, this uh, Baumer from another country of Italy so Mm -hmm. you can learn uh, different cultures uh, so yeah it's cool (laughs) that is really cool and and Frank who who would some of your like main inspirations be for biking in this day like who 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 are some riders that you look forward to riding with or like you you Uh, my um, favorite rider when I was kid was a uh, Robbie McEwen, the sprinter, yeah, the Australian sprinter, because he was uh, um, he was sprinting against uh, Petacchi or uh, Cipollini by himself. They were they came to the to the sprint with uh, five six uh, athletes uh, pushing uh, hard, and he was there alone. And uh, sometimes he beat them, so that that was my hero. That's incredible. <laughs> also, he was crazy. He had so crazy, crazy skills on bike. So that's why he was my favorite uh, riders. Ha- have you ever been able to ride alongside with them? 
Uh, no, I never, uh, never had the, uh, I never met him. So, um, but I think uh, I have a chance in the future to, to meet him. So it's it's still you, you know you're still young for the competition. You know you got to be hungry for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 30 right now. So uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm not not old, uh, but also not young. You know, I'm yeah. <laughs> just in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're okay. Tom Boonen's uh, raced till he was like 33, right, or so. Uh, yeah, Tom Bonnie, I think he raised one till he was uh, 37. Yeah, 38, there you go. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you got how many? How many crits are in a year? Um, in general, there are um, right now in Italy there are so many like uh, 20, 25, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, so, but there are also many in Europe. So. Every weekend you can find a race uh, here in Europe, a fixed gear crate in Europe. Oh, from, yeah. from the end of March uh, to the beginning of uh, October. Where's your favorite place to race? Or where's the favorite pl your favorite place that you have raced? Um, it was really, really cool. Raced in, uh, in um, Greece. Um, oh the, wow! Uh, in Athens. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, these guys they create this race uh, from um, uh, Athens to um, th the same route of the original marathon, so 42 kilometers. Yeah. And uh, on the way and uh, on the way back, so 80 80 km uh, I don't remember was 80 kilometers in total or just uh, 40 42. So, but it was really cool because you were racing uh, close to the ends of uh, uh, Greece in Athens, uh, close to the Pantheon, uh, and or uh, the place uh, where uh, the the first Olympic Games uh, uh, were. So yeah, the stadium. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Also because it was on the street, so they were not circuit. It was a open traffic race. So Damn. yeah, it was really, really fun. <laughs> it was like an alley cat almost. Yeah, it was like an alley cat, but it was like a, um, in Italy we call that a velocity race. So oh, wow. you don't have um, to you don't have checkpoints. You just have to go from one from the start to the finish. <laughs> just basically, but it's not a circuit. Yeah, and, and then you have, so it's like a sprint through the city kind of as fast as you can but it's like set up like you know with yeah there was a little side a uh, <laughs> little ride into the city uh, but most part was uh, out of the city was uh, um, in um, yeah in uh, normal uh, roads with not so much traffic but there was a little side uh, close to the start and close to the to the end of the race uh, really really um, with a lot of traffic, so you had to uh, cross. Uh, you have to be careful of uh, all uh, yeah. uh, cars and uh, with brakeless, you know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely you have to skid a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, just a different kind of race, not uh, only fixed gear. Yeah. What would you say is the most memorable race that you've won? Um, this one was uh, was uh, definitely one of my favorite. The the race in Athens, 
but uh, I think the first one in uh, the first one was really cool and uh, it was uh, November of 2009 2010 we were not so many riders we were only 15 20 riders uh, in uh, this uh, um, factory area in uh, Modena close where I live and uh, yeah it was really cool to, to win uh, uh, the first uh, fixed gear crit so yeah I don't, I don't think uh, they have to um, yeah that was the most important for me not the biggest one of course uh, I think was the the, 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 the worst one <laughs> with no prizes anything but it was uh, was cool because it was the first one yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> what what main factors made you fall in love with biking like wh- every time you get on a bike what are the main things that like you just feel so at peace with uh, my favorite things uh, thing of bike it's uh, that you can uh, go everywhere without uh, any uh, yes. without anything you just have to uh, to pedal and uh, you can move uh, everywhere because <clears throat> if you walk you just uh, can uh, do short distance but with a bike <laughs> you can travel around the world so that's the best yeah. thing you don't have you don't need uh, gas you don't need uh, anything you just uh, uh, need your uh, your legs, your mind, and uh, you just have to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I feel the same because I I don't know. We have a lot. Of, I, don't, I don't know how how many how much mountains you guys have over in in Italy or so, but over here in in California, you know, we have like a whole mountain range of the Sierra Nevadas and the Santa Cruz Mountains. And for me personally, like I I love biking just because of the adrenaline, you know, and and how much area that you're able to cover more so like in, in the city from one end of the city you know you see so many things or going from one end of like a mountain to the other it's just like you know you, you cover that whole area and I, I just find that so interesting because when you meet another biker you know they, they have the same feeling like you know you could walk but it's going to take a lot longer and when you when you learn that you could just bike and then cut that ground you know that's just an incredible feeling i think and so it's 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 cool to hear that you have that same mutual feeling you know you just yeah yeah no also as my friend uh, landon from uh, long beach said uh, cycling is uh, um is in a connection with uh, the world because uh, uh wheels uh, they <laughs> they move like uh, you know the earth like uh, the universe uh, pedals uh, yeah, yeah. uh, they they move like that so it's all, all everything is in connection so uh, it's uh, cycling it's a positive uh, um, thing in uh, this world so that was so yeah. beautiful you mean, it, it, it's so wild to hear that from 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 across the world because we have like that same type of belief you know i mean i know Kolo could probably evaluate more on this but like he gave a presentation literally speaking about like relating the world to his bike wheels and like i don't know i just <laughs> i agree like frank i'm a cyclist myself and the feeling like everything that you're saying i can totally agree with because for me <laughs> Uh, I used my bike as an escape. You know, cycling's one of the few things where you can really just go out in the mountains by yourself for a couple of hours, you know, and literally escape, you know? Yeah, there is no noise, no sound like a car. Yeah. So you just uh, pedal and uh, 
um, listen the sound of uh, nothing when you are on the mountains. So, so that's freedom. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And and the fact that you said you know when you bike, there's no guidelines or there's no like holding you back. You know that that freedom to feel like. I want to run over these rocks, and then you run over them. It's like, it's so simple, but like if you, you know, like you said, if you don't have your legs to pedal through it, it's like it's, you know, you can't. But obviously, that idea of just running over that boundary or just, you know, pedaling through traffic and the thin, narrow lines of the two cars, you know, that's just like an incredible feeling. I think like the incredible adrenaline rush that you feel for that, you know, and yeah, yeah, no, exactly, same. Uh I the same. Uh, I think the same. So yeah. yeah. And and Frank, I'm I'm real curious. You know, you guys, you're you're in Italy, one of the most you know, cuisine places. Like what what's what's the recipes? What's the food dishes before and after the races? Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like you get you got a special recipe in the in in the Italian. You cook know, book. cookbook. Uh, nothing <laughs> special before races. Uh, uh, of course, pasta. So we eat a lot of pasta, yeah. very Italian. So, <laughs> and uh, before the race, uh, you just eat uh, pasta, <laughs> maybe with uh, uh, tomatoes. Uh, nothing, nothing special. Just uh, glass of uh, wine. Sim- Sorry, a glass of wine as well, or no? <laughs> Uh, I, I prefer beer. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I prefer beer, but uh, yeah, we have a really, really good uh, wine here, like uh, in California too. Yeah. Uh, yeah it does. So um, before the race, uh, no, because I think wine is start uh, feeling uh, a bit uh, tired, you know. <laughs> True. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you need to feel more, uh, uh, more adrenaline for the races. Yeah. So, yeah. A beer like a true cyclist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and after race, uh, pizza or uh, hamburgers or everything. I th- I like to to eat some local food when I travel. Yeah, so hell yeah. It depends where I, where I am. But before the race, uh, usually always pasta. Yeah, and, and what even if it was like an early race, or you would just eat pasta the night before, essentially then. Uh, no, usually the night before, um, you just don't. You don't need to eat uh, crazy things. Uh, just uh, uh, I don't remember the day before uh, the racing because it's just a uh, 40 minutes race. It's not a uh, long distance race like uh, uh, Tour de France stage, 200 kilometers. Yeah. You just uh, um, you just have to eat something. Uh, is you, uh, you uh, that uh, don't give you problems to sleep, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but the pasta, you eat pasta four, five hours before uh, the race, and then you take some snacks. It's nothing. Uh, it, it, it's nothing too crazy, huh? It's not like you have to prepare all, all perfect. No, no, it's not crazy. Yeah. The, um, the our races are pretty pretty short uh, so you don't have to to take care too much about what you 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 eat before I have a teammate he liked to eat uh, uh, fried stuff before the race and he don't have any problems (laughs) 
That's awesome. Well, so Frank, it depends of you. It depends of you, I think. Frank, I remember you mentioned your sponsors. Like, would you want to give them a shout out at all? Would you want to shout out any of the sponsors that you know you're working with at all, or no? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, sponsors are really important. Uh, so right now, I'm uh, supported by Oakley. This is the sixth, fifth year that I'm supported by with uh, Oakley. I was uh, mm-hmm. two days with them in Tuscany for the Oakley Cycling Tour. I saw that. And that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, there were some uh, other uh, riders. Uh, we were all together, and uh, it was really fun. It was uh, Marco Aurelio Fontana, the um, bronze medal in London of uh, mountain bike. Uh, it was uh, Bennati. He's uh, training for Tour de France. Yeah. He's a teammate of Nairo Quintana from Movistar, and also other uh, riders. Really, really cool, uh, cool people, and also. Uh, Good athlete. It was really fun. Was and, Mark uh, out there? Also, also supported by Physique and uh, yeah, other team uh, sponsors. Uh, so um, I'm really happy because uh, this is the top uh, uh, top companies. So that's the best uh, product that you can find. Yeah. So super happy. Yeah, I mean, Oakley is huge over here. I mean. Frank, I have to ask a side question. So, what kind of physique saddle do you ride? Um, I really like the uh, Ariona. The that Ariona. One. That one's very From popular. Physique, uh, but, yeah, I, um, I, this is the best saddle that I ever uh, used. So, uh, but I'm, I'm really light. I'm uh, 63 kilos. So, the saddle, uh, it's... Uh, yeah. And also, we, we we don't ride the long distance, so the saddle is uh, important, but not uh, too much, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It just has to. You have to stay four or five hours on uh, on the saddle, so yeah. it's pretty okay. But this one is really it's it's nice to to see on the bike, and also it's really comfortable. Yeah. Well, Frank, thank you so much for joining us on the Black and Yellow podcast, but we have to ask you one final thing. You, so, remember... I, remember I hope I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so, so, remember how we started the podcast with a question? Yeah. So, so, what we like to do is we like to end our podcasts with the question of the day from the person that we're asking, um, or that we're, they're essentially, you know, interviewing or whatnot. But so we want to give you the opportunity to ask the question of the day for the next viewers of our next episode. Exactly. So if you could ask any question, not even just cycling, just any question, what would you ask? Um, I really don't know right now. <laughs> I know. Hey, that's what everyone says too, Frank. You're right. <laughs> we usually spot. have to give them a minute. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of sport. Uh, you uh, you're going to do if uh, cycling was not uh, uh, the, the 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 good one for you. So, what's the second option of sport for uh, for you? That's the question. That's beautiful. That's Frank. an awesome question, Frank. Thank Hell you. Yes. That was perfect. <laughs> thank you. It was. Uh, thank you to uh, think about me about this interview. I was super happy to to do that. Also because you are from California and uh, I really love SoCal. So it was nice to talk with you guys. 
Hell yeah, Frank. We'll, we'll look forward to keeping in contact. If we ever come to Italy, you know, we'll have to try to stop by for a race and grab a coffee Definitely. and some beer. Also, if I come to California again, uh, I text you guys so we can... Uh, Drink beers and uh, take some rides together. Yes, yeah, yeah I'll show yeah. you the best beer places here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Frank. Ciao, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Hey, hey you have a wonderful day today, Frank. <laughs> have a good <laughs> morning. <laughs> I know. You're just you. starting it. Uh, just have a breakfast and then I go ride with some friends. There you go. Awesome, okay. man. Thank you. Bye. No All problem, right. Frank. Thank you, Frank. Have a good bye, one. Bye. bye. bye.